Hey everyone, I'm Scott Cunningham, aka Sconcy Business, and today we're going to be going over my comprehensive blockchain and crypto monetized social media platform review. This has been a long time coming. I haven't done a review like this in over a year and a half, so it's definitely needed and uh, I've got quite the review for you guys. I have 213 platforms that I've looked at or previously recommended or reviewed and you know kind of you know took a look at it again see if it needs to be changed or updated gone through made all those updates this document is 16,920 words um it's uh, it's 35 pages long so whatever i can i will get into whatever blogs that can support that much uh, I'll, I'll get a PDF file of this. I'll get all that stuff for you guys so that you can follow along and everything as well. Uh, and you can you know get the full comprehensive breakdown. Mainly what I'm gonna focus on in this review is the platforms that I do recommend or that are close to being recommended. Like if they had some improvements, they'd be recommended, but I won't really be going through the non-recommended platforms uh, I'll briefly talk about why I would or wouldn't recommend platforms and why they got put in certain categories. Another disclaimer is like a lot of things that people complain about with these videos is they say, you only covered the bad things about this platform. You didn't like explain what the platform is or you didn't talk about the good sides of it. If I don't recommend something, I'm just explaining why I don't recommend it. I'm not doing everything for every platform. Again, 213 platforms. This is probably going to be an hour long. No time for uh, going into every little tiny detail. And I've covered a lot of the things in the past as to why I do or don't like something or what I think they need to change or whatever it happens to be. You can go back and refer to my decentralization matrix, which gives you a really good breakdown of some of the top platforms and where they all kind of fall. And I'll briefly re-review that before we, d we dive in, but... For the most part, this is just to say that, you know, this is going to be very long. The first 20 minutes or so will be me explaining things and going into things and how you could do this. You could just completely ignore this whole video and just go download the PDF or look at the blog and do everything yourself. If anything, this acts as the most comprehensive list of blockchain and crypto monetized social media platforms in existence. This has the most things included in this list, but then it's also got my insights tacked onto it. So you've also got the most, as far as I know, the most comprehensive index of all these platforms that exist as well for you to go and take a look at. So this is going to be very, very useful, very good resource, bookmark this, save this, all that good stuff. Oh, and by the way, I will also actually uh, include chapters in the description so that you can jump through and skip the parts that you don't want to listen to. Like if you don't wanna hear me explaining the decentralization matrix at the beginning or going through why I wouldn't recommend certain platforms and things like that, you could just skip later into the video where I actually talk about my actual recommendations and what I think you should use and what I'm currently using. So let's jump into it after a quick word from my sponsor. A big thank you and shout out to my sponsor, Cake Wallet, which is an open source, non-custodial Bitcoin and Monero wallet that also has a built-in exchange. It's available on iOS and Android. All right, so 
this is the decentralization matrix. You guys have probably already seen this before. I've linked to a video where you can check it out. Maybe there's a few things that need to be changed here, but for the most part, this is fairly updated. Um, this is kind of just like a little extra bonus. This isn't really part of this whole review, but this is just to re-remind you guys how I sort of look at things in terms of how decentralized is something or how much decentralized features is a platform using. Because I know another criticism that people talk about is like, well, nothing's truly decentralized if you look at, you know, the back end or did it. It's like, yes, I understand. But what I like to focus on is how many features or pieces of a decentralized platform that I would like to see are they actually utilizing? Because most times people will use it as an excuse for a platform that's doing something that's not really good for the users or, you know, it's kind of centralized or you know, whatever it happens to be, they have KYC. There's many reasons why I won't recommend a platform and we'll get into all that. But I cover a lot of that in this. And uh, I have a series of questions that I ask in the decentralization matrix to determine what actually is a good platform. And all those questions still apply. And those are all the questions that I still ask myself when I've reviewed all of these platforms that we're going to take a look at. So just as a quick refresher before we get into everything, because again, this is gonna be a long video. I will just really quickly, briefly go through some of these questions, just as an example. So when I'm reviewing a platform, I'll ask myself, can anyone monetize? Is there a KYC process? Are the tokenomics sustainable? Uh, do they have terms and conditions? Can they just ban you for some reason? You know, there's a lot of platforms that do have stuff like that. Like even Mines has a thing in their policy that allows them to still, you know, they retain the right to ban you. Do they sell premium features? Uh, can you pay? Can you KYC without having to pay for it? Are there back doors to the platform? How many people are actually developing on the platform? Uh, what's the ratio of staked versus liquid tokens? How many stakers are there? Was there a pre-mine? Uh, how is privacy handled? Is it open source? Is it run by a DAO? Is it run by a centralized system? Is there a CEO or leader of a company that could be jeopardized and gone after by the SEC like we have with library. All these questions, all relevant. This is generally how I decide if I'm going to recommend or not recommend a platform. They have to pass you know, a certain amount of these questions and some of them are more important than others. Like, can anyone monetize? And if the answer is no, it's fairly centralized. Um, so it depends, but this is generally the idea going forward when I am asking all these questions and trying to determine. And you know what? I'll probably copy and paste these onto the uh, document as well, just to make sure that's all included for people who might want to just double check that and, you know, see what I'm actually going based off of. So again, um, disclaimer that I will not be explaining every single platform. I will not be giving solutions to their problems. We're just going through all the platforms that exist and determining based on all those questions, where do they rank? And this is my ranking of them, but this could also act as a nice little index for you guys to reference. And then another bias that I'll also note, because some people might say this is a bias, I say this is just good practice for crypto. I will look unfavorably on websites that require too much verification, right? Like 
They require your phone verification, emails. They want you to use Gmail or some centralized login to get into the platform. All these different things are a problem. Even just something simply like it's only available on mobile because if it's only available as an app and not an APK, then it's regulated through the app stores and all your crypto and everything is just up to whether or not they still allow the platform to be used or not. So there's all these ways that centralization can create very, very big risks for these platforms. And uh, I'm not a fan of indulging platforms that have a lot of centralized risks and, and all these kinds of things that just make it really away from the blockchain ethos. Generally, we're looking for things that align with the ethos of blockchain, which is privacy, anonymity, you know, freedom, decentralization, all these kinds of things, right? It's what people want from these platforms. So when platforms are not delivering on that, that is a negative. Continuing through these uh, list of biases, verifying your phone, requiring you to spend crypto for every transaction like uh, Twitch or something like that, where it's like, you want to follow this person? 10 cents. You want to make a post? 20 cents. That's impossible and unrealistic. A lot of people will say to that, oh, you think it's free to run a platform and da, da, da. It's like the only reason Twitter and Facebook are able to let you do that is because they're selling your data. So there is a price that you're paying. It's like, I understand that. But the whole point of this review is that I'm doing this from the layman's perspective. And it's completely ludicrous to expect a normal person, just an everyday average user, to pay money to post when they don't have to now. And that's just the reality. So you have to yes, you have to also accept reality. You can't say, well, why can't this person go and do all this technical work and, and spin up their own server and do all this? It's like, okay, well, no one is going to do that. No one knows how to do that. It's insane to expect that normal people will do that. The point of this is that we're finding the best platforms for everyday average users to utilize. And I know I'm spending a lot of time going through all this, but you'd be surprised how much uh, I had to deal with this in the previous reviews that I've done. So I'm making sure everything is, all the check boxes are checked off before we really get into this. So as I said, if they require Facebook, Google, any kind of centralized service to log in, websites that are overly centralized um, and have a lot of limitations. Uh, one of the worst is if they don't let you withdraw your crypto, like obviously don't use that platform. Websites that claim to use blockchain but do not. Uh, many EOS and Tron applications are not really that good. Um, even a lot of the new stuff on like Polkadot and, uh, and Solana and stuff, very, very bare bones. A lot of them are just like NFT marketplaces. That's another trend that I'm seeing. A lot of social dApps or platforms are really just NFT marketplaces um, or ones that used to be a good platform have just become an NFT marketplace because they're like, hey, whatever, we just wanna cash in is what it feels like to me. And a good example of that is like voice.com. That's pretty much everything for that. Um, and I will update this to make sure everything is good to go before I actually post it. Previously, there was 118 platforms that I reviewed in the past, and all of these are still not recommended for the exact same reasons. Uh, these platforms have always been in the making, never got around to it. All these platforms, all kind of the same idea. Like these are too niche where, you know, the platform is made for a specific type of person. It's not really for just you know general average users. 
another issue is like platforms that lack media functionality, like you can't post pictures or certain types of content. Um, platforms that are mainly just messengers, like something like Telegram, but for crypto, I don't consider that social media, so I'm not really considering that part of my review. Um, platforms that are too hard to join the platform or make it too challenging to get started. They want you to do all this different stuff. Um, alternatively, platforms that, it's somewhere in here, that platforms that require you to download things, it's not really realistic unless it's just an app. Uh, I don't expect a lot of people to be installing very obscure applications on their computer to use these platforms. If the platform's not working or lacks users or has little engagement, uh, that's a big chunk of these, that's 43 of them. If the platform is invite only, of course, that's not really realistic to expect people to use. As I said, mobile only because they're completely limited by what the app store is going to allow them to do, requires download, requires spending crypto to interact, as I said earlier, like Twitch. The platform is not mainly English. This is for English audiences, so I'm not really reviewing non-English platforms. I wouldn't know how to review them very well. If they require excessive verification and KYC, um, like if they want ID, that's way too much. Even a phone verification is still pretty sketchy, but sometimes I can let that slide if everything else on the platform is pristine. But usually that's the first red flag that you know that a lot of the platform is going to be bad. Uh, as I said, a lot of EOS and Tron dApps don't work very well or pretty, they don't, they just don't really work very well, honestly. And they're mostly geared towards gambling. So not a lot of social value there. Uh, and the few that do work are very, very poorly made. Fake or valueless blockchains, um, ones that pretend to just to trick people into using the platform, but then they want you to spend with like your credit card or whatever. Don't, don't bother with that. Uh, platforms that charge you a subscription, similar to paying for everything, but a little bit different. And then there's noteworthy projects that I really think you should avoid. And I will cover these only because... I've seen so many people lose so much money with these platforms. So me has been one that I've gone against forever, but they finally become part of Hive. So they're not nearly as bad, but with all the stuff that they've done in the past. And I mean, they recently just did like a pretty much bogus raise on Republic um, because none of the stuff that they were listing on Republic is actually accurate anymore now that they're on Hive. So I don't even know how they're making money or if they're making money, but this is just something you should avoid. Honestly, it's just a community on Hive. You can use it, but you're better off using something else. Um, and I just don't trust any of the people involved with it because it's been so sketchy and so bad. BearShares was a scam ripoff of Steam. Same with Waku. WhaleShares, it's okay, but they had a lot of problems and I kind of got ripped off by one of the witnesses who was working on it at the time. And Though that's not representative of all of them, it's kind of really fallen off. It's almost impossible to even buy or sell whale shares. So you're just better off avoiding it, honestly. Theta Network. This one, I got criticized so much for my video saying that it was a terrible platform because the price started skyrocketing and everyone's like, looks like you, this didn't age well. And then the price tanked. So ironically, my video was pretty on point and I still don't think value is a fair representation of if something is a scam or not, because it's a scam until it's not a scam, until it plummets. A perfect example is Terra, Luna, and UST. It was $160 or whatever until it was 0 0.0001. So 
you know, you tell me what's a scam. I don't think value should ever be a part of whether or not it's a scam. Things like, can you withdraw, which you cannot with Theta. Uh, I've gone into all this in so far, so much depth that the only real big change that happened to Theta since I previously reviewed it is they launched an NFT platform and they allow you to withdraw from their main platform to the NFT platform. But you can only withdraw $20 a month and you can't withdraw from the NFT platform. So <laughs> you're just further getting stuck in their like long loop of their scam. And yeah, that's wild to me. The rest of these are just like bad platforms. Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about them. DLive is one that was bought by Justin Sun and um, it transitioned so many times. And then once they finally acquired it, they PewDiePie was streaming on it exclusively, which was huge. And then he left after they acquired it and then kind of botched everything. And it's just a bad platform. I would avoid it. Then there's a ton of platforms that shut down over the uh, years here that I've been reviewing and doing all this stuff. Some notable ones are uh, Uptrend, which I previously was pretty gung-ho about, but I was a little skeptical based on the way that they were running things because originally they released their stuff at $5 and then they changed the value because they were the only ones who had control of the value. And then there was all this weird stuff going on and it seems like a lot of that came to light and the team was like dumping all of their one up before other people could and just a lot of sketchy stuff that ended up happening and ended up going under which is a shame but uh it is what it is and you know you can't always tell if something is going to be legit or not so you just got to kind of watch for that and you know i kind of had my suspicions but there was no way to really know until you know it started getting really bad and then i was looking into it a lot more voice is the biggest flop ever because EO spent, I can't remember how much, but it was like maybe $20 million. It was the most expensive domain acquisition in history for voice.com. They ran for a couple months. Nothing really came of it. It was in beta. So there was nothing really going on in the platform. Then they pivoted into being an NFT creator platform and it's it sucks. I don't think many people are using it or taking it very seriously, but like what I tend to see lately is platforms either pivot into NFTs or that's generally what I see. I mean, they pivot into NFTs or they um, they just start, you know, mainly focusing on their NFT marketplaces. In some way, they just start to push all of their traffic into NFTs and then they create a centralized NFT marketplace where they make fees and then that's how they make money. Um, I don't think a lot of these platforms that I'm not recommending, obviously, were that serious about crypto or blockchain. They just wanted to make money off of a crypto audience and hopefully it would be like semi-anonymous or pseudo-anonymous for them to take all that money and run like the Uptrend team. Narrative was a sketchy one that went down uh, and they had so much money, but it all just ran out magically right after I had paid to verify too. It almost seems like when they ask you to pay to verify, like with Narrative or like with SoMe originally, those are the companies that usually end up trying to scam people because you shouldn't need to pay to verify. And that's almost like the first red flag that should pop up on your radar. So yeah, there's a bunch of those. Um, previously recommended, now not recommended. This is kind of getting into the uh, the real meat and potatoes of the review here. 
Previously, I recommended Memo Cash. It was very interesting. You can create your own tokens on it, which is very cool on uh, Bitcoin Cash, but the platform has not progressed. It's full of like spam and like just toxic people who you can't even really block out and it's not really worth your time. Spring Roll is trying to be like an alternative to LinkedIn, but it's really not that effective and you can't like make posts and stuff on the platform. So I'm not a huge fan. Discussions is a cool application, but it's a little too bare bones still for me. So I'm just not a fan. Like it's been around for long enough that it should have like progressed more than it has, I guess I would say. Uh, and just by looking at it here, you can tell it's kind of like a very, very bare bones ripoff of Twitter. Um, but there's just not a lot going on here. I mean, I don't know. I, maybe it's just my take, but I just don't see much going on here. There's there's really little, little features. There's not much to this. I don't, I'm just not a fan. It's just not for me. Um, some people might appreciate it, but there's just so little going on there that it's just, it's not really something for me. And it runs on like EOS and I mean, now it runs on the Nova Sphere, their own blockchain and stuff, but you know, it is what it is. Um, Sapien, it was an okay platform. I interviewed the uh, founder and everything. It was kind of doing okay. There was some problems. It was uh, mediocre at best, but they've switched into a, um, like a Discord model. It feels like when platforms are struggling, instead of actually trying to innovate and improve, they just completely jump onto some other trend and switch. So now it's kind of like a, a Discord channel, you know, as it were. I mean, that's kind of what I would liken it to, but I'm not really gonna go through this app because it's not even the same app. Anyone who used to know Sapien has no idea what this is, so. BitTube was a huge flop, um, really unfortunate. They were using PeerTube. I thought it was like really solid, but either there was something wrong with PeerTube or they did something. Either way, they basically deleted everyone's stuff and just reset the whole platform. And then once I get on, you know, I've only got like 10 subscribers now and a few views. I lost hundreds of videos, all my subs, all of my work. Um, you don't really earn very much at all. They require, I think they require KYC. Maybe, maybe they don't. I mean, it's it's probably in here, but they, they lost everything. And now all my comments are just like spam comments on the platform. So I'm just, I don't know. It's, it's a real flop. I paid for verification. It went to some weird random address and then they refunded it and then they unverified me. I had no idea what this platform is. It is just, I mean, I interviewed someone uh, from the main developer team, but I don't know, it's such a weird platform. I, I have no idea what happened to BitTube. Anyways, though, um, and when, by the way, and I'll switch to this, I don't claim to know everything about every platform. Um, there might be some things that I miss or you know, some niche little thing or whatever. They're like, oh, well, you didn't mention that this feature or, you know, there's always people trying to find loopholes in what I say to try to be like, oh, well, he's wrong about everything because he had some tiny little, 
you know, he, he said the wrong name of something or whatever, and they try to discredit this whole thing, which is insane. But I understand because I'm mostly not recommending platforms. So I'm not surprised that most people are upset and that they're trying to refute my recommendations and the things and insights that I'm giving about all these platforms. Very much makes sense to me, but um, I just always like to re-clarify for those people, uh, did you watch the full thing and did you see when I said uh, little different things in nomenclature of names of things and stuff like that? That doesn't mean anything, especially to the end user. They just care, does the platform work? Is it actually, you know, offering me the things that I need? Can I actually earn crypto? Is there KYC? Is there a lot of centralization with uh, censorship, moderation? How is the con? Is the content distributed? Is it uh, hosted in many places? Is it, you know, all these different things? They're not worried about oh, exactly how does the protocol work and all these different little nuances that are really unimportant to the overall review. The whole point of this review is to give the layman's perspective on these platforms and whether or not it's worth your time to use them. So without further ado, these are the new platforms I have reviewed and not recommended. There's 45 here. Again, uh, we're already 25 minutes in and I haven't even gotten to the actual recommendations yet. So I apologize and I appreciate your patience, but I spent a lot of time doing this and uh, I think this is worth the effort. So social stack was a flop. They require uh, like Gmail or Facebook or whatever. They, they want you to use some sort of like centralized sign-in process. Not really worth your time. Taki requires a phone number sign up. It's very similar to BitClout in the sense of like creator tokens and stuff like that. Um, so that's very sketchy. I don't know if I mentioned BitClout above because I know that they're becoming very popular again because they recently did a thing with Coinbase and they relaunched their app as Diamond app, even though it's the exact same app. There's a lot of sketchiness around BitClout, the pre-mine illegitimately using part of the pre-mine that they didn't disclosed to artificially inflate tokens which were all mostly identity fraud stealing the likeness of different people like elon musk and creating tokens in their name all this different sketchiness everyone's money just went directly to nadir the creator uh who was anonymous for a very long time as he just got all of your bitcoin and then ran off with it and then just printed some clout for you guys. And then he keeps all the Bitcoin, which is almost the exact same thing with Hex, with Richard Hart, which is also a scam. So whether or not you think uh, BitCloud is legit, that's up to you. I've already covered it in depth in the past as to why it's absolutely something you should not be using. But, you know, either way, let's continue. Main.community requires you to log in like Gmail again. And you need coins to post to very limited communities and it lacks a user base. Playground uh, and Rally are both just NFT marketplaces that pretend to be social media platforms. Again, just another way to kind of funnel users through and uh, sell your NFTs. Rainmaker, it just connects to your legacy social media and tries to get you to run like ad campaigns and stuff. It's not really 
I mean, it's barely crypto. They pay you in crypto, but I just, I would not waste your time with that at all. It's not really a social platform. Only one is okay as a status posting platform, but the way that it works, again, very similar to BitClout, where there's creator tokens and you can stake your creator tokens and then earn up to almost 40% on some of them. I I think that's silly and it's just another it's just another ripoff of like BitCloud or something like that. And it uses Solana, which has gone down so many times. Like I say, the the running joke is uh, take a shot for every time Solana's blockchain goes down. And uh, yeah, they're also trying to do an NFT marketplace, which is just like everyone is trying to do an NFT marketplace. Basically, when I see a, a social media platform trying to pivot into selling NFTs, the red flags start going up and I'm like, oh, here we go again. Someone else trying to cash in. Uh, naturally, it tends to come with all these other bad things. Not that that by itself is an issue, but a lot of these things come hand in hand. Lit is an okay application, but it's mobile only. So you're, you've got those issues with the uh, marketplaces, the app stores, and it requires KYC to actually withdraw. So uh, while I was reached out to by some of the people from Lit to review it, it's cool. You could improve it and fix some of these things. I understand why you have to use these centralized services and KYC and stuff, but it can't get a review it can't get a positive recommendation for me because of that uh, and and none of the platforms that i do recommend have that so all all of my values and questions that i ask and everything they're all completely aligned with the recommendations so i'm only recommending what i actually believe to be the best what i actually use and what i think is going to be the best for you I'm not getting paid for any of this, by the way. So there's no platforms that are giving me any kickbacks for any recommendations or, or anything like that. No one even knows. No one's reviewing this. I'm just making this and I'm posting it, you know, so I'll probably get some messages from some people who are upset with me, but that is how it usually goes. Authenticity. They tried to copy voice, um, except everything that you post is an NFT and you have to mint it. So like me posting, hey, everyone would have cost $33 and that's, you know, $2 for the gas fee. And then the rest of the money goes to paying to mint the token to them, which is insane. It's like the craziest thing ever to expect that someone will say like, hey, guys, how's it going? It's like that's $33, but it's an NFT. So someone could buy it from you. It's like, no, no one is going to buy your tweets. Niche is a social platform with niche communities, but it's still invite only. Flux requires download. Expertly is too basic. They're trying to be like LinkedIn, like Springroll, but it's just, they don't really have much aside from direct messaging. So there's not much there yet. Iris, I was one out of the two posts on the whole platform. Unless there's something wrong with the platform, there is no one using this platform. At least when I checked. Trovo. Uh, it's too reliant on legacy platforms and there wasn't an obvious way to withdraw funds, which is always going to be a no. Friendica is a platform on the Fediverse. I'm not a fan because it wasn't easy to use. Plus, again, anything that isn't actually using crypto or blockchain in some way shouldn't even really be on this review. But a lot of people were referring Friendica as a crypto platform. So I figured I would check it out anyways. Pulse Bitfinex. 
Uh, there's a lot of restrictions on here and um, you can't post on the social platform and Ontario was banned when I tried to sign up. So too many problems there. NFT platform uh, on Solana, that's great here. So again, you know, another NFT platform, not really a social platform. And so I'm not going to be using that. You now. Uh, extremely centralized. It's a live streaming platform. You can't get on there without uh, legacy platforms. So it's semi KYC'd and it's very centralized. Oops. Um, and you also have to pay through Google and Apple through the mobile applications. So it's just a, a big no there. GFAM, one of the worst user interfaces I've ever seen. Uh, posting is also temporarily disabled, at least when I last checked. BBS, uh, many aspects of the platform do not work properly and your account has to be reviewed and whitelisted by the admins before you can start selling tokens. Uh, Cause it's again, one of those kind of like bit clout ripoffs where it's like you've got tokens and whatever. Uh, High Vibes is invite only, Blockster has a waitlist, so kind of invite only. Plus it's encouraging you to use legacy options to sign in. Um, and then when I did finally get in, it wouldn't even let me upload a like a profile picture and then and so i couldn't actually get started like because it was like first upload your profile picture and then you can get started and i'd upload it and it wouldn't work and so the platform just didn't really work for me when i tried to use it on many different platforms and uh browsers so i did all my testing if something doesn't work i use every browser i test everything if it still doesn't work it doesn't work aether um it feels like discord it's a good application but uh you know it's download only and it's only for windows and it's not necessarily a social network it's just another one of those messaging applications mirror is interesting but again here everything is nfts every post is nfts it's just impractical not worth your time love chain is invite only zion charges you 12 dollars a month to use share vision is a video hosting platform but the points are converted to cash only if you have KYC and you have to withdraw to a bank via Stripe. So it doesn't really have cryptocurrency. It's just points. So it's not really anything. Write.as is the new version of Coil, but again, they charge you money. It's basically $6 a month. Definity District was a cool app, but the uh, URLs for these applications are insane. Uh, Internet computer ICP has lost like all of its money. And the last time I tried to get on these platforms, none of them were working. So it's very up in the air as to whether or not this platform is like working or not. And half the time I tried to connect, it like didn't work properly. There was all these problems. Would just not, would not recommend, would avoid. Relevant, uh, it's an interesting site. You can earn your coins and stuff, but they only let you post news and it's extremely like moderated where it's like if you post something that isn't news, they'll like delete it and downvote you and all this stuff. So I was like, okay, I mean, you've got a couple categories on the platform. You only want to allow news. You've got a ton of moderation. It's a very far cry from uh, what crypto platforms are supposed to be like. Socios requires a phone number to KYC. Main requires legacy platforms to, to sign in. Wumbo feels like another BitClout ripoff, you know, minting creator tokens, all that kind of stuff. Subs TV, 
requires a download and it's mobile only. You know, same old, same old problems. Pantograph, mobile first, and then it has an app extension. Still not really that usable though. And uh, I couldn't view my wallet properly. And there was nothing on the main uh, social feeds. So, you know, a million problems there. Polka social, it's okay. Um, but, you know, there's barely anyone on there. You got bots messaging me like porn right when I joined. Uh, they save most of the good features for paying members. Uh, and it was costing 100 to $500 a year or $1,000 for life. And it was very slow and low quality anyway. So this all just feels kind of like a scam to me. So, I mean, and there was a lot of people in there literally saying this website is a scam uh, and most of it was just spam anyways. And it couldn't connect on multiple browsers. So it's just loaded with problems. Um, the capital, it's kind of like medium, but there's like no one really on the platform and everything just feels like advertisements. So I don't know if this is really legit or not, or if they're just trying to pretend to be a blogging platform and then run ads. Floix is kind of like Float or um, you know any other status posting platform, and you can earn some of their token. But I don't know how legit it really is since I've never been able to withdraw anything, and there's not a whole lot of users. I'm still testing it out and using it, but I just don't re recommend it for those reasons. Uh, Subsocial, similar to uh, Polka Social, you need Polka.Wallet to use it and stuff, but you need to buy tokens to use the platform. Uh, so it's kind of like pay to use it. And they had a faucet where they give you some free to start off, but then they closed it. So really, really challenging to get started there unless you want to spend money, which obviously not people don't want to do. Carbon, um, this platform, I tried it for a while, but then they switched it so that the only way you could earn on the platform is by playing these little very boring, very tedious, like eight bit games to earn that way. But it was still a social platform, but you could only earn from playing the games. Didn't really make sense to me. It's just a very low quality video game platform, but you have to bet when you play the games too. So it was more so like a way for them to just siphon money off of their users while they're doing their social stuff. Gaze TV was kind of a small platform. I was earning okay, but then I realized to actually withdraw, you have to KYC and it's mostly non-English. So not really worth your time. I've already talked a great deal about BitClout slash Diamond. I thought it was in the last review, but I guess it wasn't. So it was just down here, but you know, you're taking on a ton of risk to use the platform. Uh, if you build up your your creator token and people invest in it, the only way for you to get money from them and the token is to dump your token and crash the price and sell it and, you know, basically screw over all of your investors and your followers. So there's really no good situation to be using this platform unless you eventually want to exit and basically dump on all of your followers. So it, it really doesn't make sense um, unless you do want to just save up your money and your and your value, but then you don't really get any of that back unless you're willing to, again, kind of screw with your followers. So it's a weird ecosystem. And while I, I did make a little bit of money on there while I was using it and testing it, um, 
but I didn't want to keep using it because I don't want people to put all their money in and then I maybe want to get some money out and then I basically have to take their money essentially to get it out. It's not a good situation. No platform should be running like that where if I want to get some money out, it's going to hurt my followers because then what do you do at that point? Do you just keep leave your money in and you keep building up and you keep building up, but then more people are getting in and eventually like, what do you do with that money? You know, very, very rock in a hard place for that platform. And then the last one is blockchain, but again, you need a KYC, so do not use that. Finally, 40 minutes in, we're getting into the platforms that if they were improved, I would give them a recommendation. So a brand new one here is Tip Me A Coffee. Uh, this is a new platform. It has similar tokenomics to DTube and it has a similar interface to noise.cash. Uh, but as a status post platform, it's not bad. And I mean, it's fairly new, so there's not a ton of people on it. I'm using it, I'm testing it. It does need a lot of improvements to get where it needs to go. But as the, it's one of the newer platforms that only just came out. So I'm not being too harsh with my recommendations on this one because it's so brand new. And it's still so much better than so many other platforms. So I think it deserves to be at least in this category. Den.social I tested for a while. And while it's not bad, it's not that great either. There's also a lot of confusing aspects where like people own a portion of categories and issues with claiming them and all these different things. Plus, it's really expensive to get your money out. Not because of necessarily Ethereum gas fees, but whatever fees they tack onto that, I don't know why, but it's it ends up taking a huge chunk of your funds when you try to get out. The value of the platform is completely tanked. There's not a ton of people using it, and it's the people who are using it are all just upvoting each other who have a lot of upvoting power. And while that can technically happen on any platform, there was just a lot of like problems that I saw with N.Social. And when I addressed those problems to the community, I was kind of like kicked out for it. <laughs> like, and there was the same thing with so me, right? When you recognize that there's problems and you point them out and then you get kicked out. And then I come back to the platform a year later, nothing has improved. They've barely changed the platform. Even just some of the basic issues that they had with the platform were never worked on or fixed. Like it only displays 25 of your followers and it doesn't say that you have any more followers beyond that. So you can't see who's following you or you know if you're growing in the platform or anything like that. They never fixed even like these really basic, basic just UI issues or whatever. Years later, still haven't improved or changed anything. So I would not recommend them because just, there just doesn't seem to be any developers actually seriously working on it or taking it seriously rather. Steam was a great platform. It was where I got started. Um, but when they had all those issues with Justin Sun and uh, Binance and Hyobi, anyone who says like they're not really doing anything wrong and they're just reacting, I think that's really hyperbolic because Binance, Hyobi, and Probit stole user funds, gave them to one guy to stake, and then basically do a hostile takeover of a blockchain using other users funds which again should be illegal i'm completely surprised there's anyone still using hyobi probit or binance i mean hyobi was just sold 
to about capital, I believe, and probably for good reason because it's probably has a bad rap. And but I mean, Binance is one of the top exchanges, so it's kind of insane to me that they participated in that and they still really haven't gotten enough flack for it. But you know, that's a story for another time. Mines decent platform for posting uh they used to require you to pay for mines plus to withdraw and that had to be a credit card or thousands of dollars worth of crypto which is just insane uh luckily they finally got rid of that so now you can withdraw again however they tack on this massive fee i'm not really sure what it is because the gas fee is two dollars but then they charge you an extra 25 dollars on top of that the last time i checked and tried to withdraw and beyond that, then they say it'll take up to 72 hours to withdraw and they have to approve it. And if they don't approve it, the $25 you spent, they still get to keep it. And I was like, what? So I'm paying all this money and I still might not even get a withdrawal. So I was like, that's kind of insane. Um, so that's why when you go down and you look at my decentralization matrix, mines is actually not ranked very well in terms of authoritarian or libertarian and there might be some confusion because they say well we're better for moderation than this platform and this platform for me before i consider moderation i'm going to consider the financial aspect because if you're not letting people withdraw their money that's much more concerning than if you have censorship because most platforms have censorship and moderation but if you have some sort of monetization or money that can go on the platform and people can't get that money out, that is infinitely more of a concern for myself and for any user who puts money on the platform uh, than just you know censorship and stuff. While that's still very much important and considered in how we rank these uh, monetization and the ability to just access and truly own your own funds is uh is very very high up on that list uh so is like if they have to make you kyc or if they allow you to just use the platform without having to divulge all that kind of information and people who say oh kyc is fine celsius just leaked everyone's transactions with their full name and everything so you tell me how great kyc is when even centralized platforms that are very big and popular and they go bankrupt they post everyone's information who would have thought kyc is not as safe and great as, as people think it is and it's not really necessary unless they they say a lot of platforms will say it's necessary for compliance but there's so many other platforms that are able to do it how are they able to do it because they've decentralized the platform enough that it's not an issue like hive for example Many others, I mean, there's definitely ways to get around with having all this unnecessary KYC. Uh, anyone who tells you it's impossible is lying. A great example is So Me. They charged $100 to verify. And then when they finally switched to Hive, and after years of saying it's impossible, we have to have KYC, then they switched to Hive and there's no more KYC. So what happened to all the people who paid the money? Nothing. Everyone who invested in that platform lost money. Yup. Um, this is just an overlay application. So it's like an extension and you can like vote. So I could go on a YouTube video and vote on it. I was earning an okay amount of money at first and when it used to be on EOS. And then when they switched to Polygon, the value of Yup basically just zeroed out and uh, my couple hundred dollars became worth pennies. 
and it just kind of like tanked the whole platform. So it's really not worth your time. They they destroyed the platform and yeah, it's just it's not really worth your time. Torum is a cool platform. It's great for status posts. Um, very very good for all that. But you're not really earning through the platform. They just have a couple things that you can do, you know, daily tasks to earn a little bit of XTM, their cryptocurrency. The problem is that a that's kind of gimmicky to only be able to earn through like you know like five posts, post five times. It's kind of gimmicky, and it's like okay, are people really posting because they like the platform or because they're just trying to do these daily things? Um, and then beyond that, it costs a crazy amount of fees to withdraw. And it's not gas fees because gas fees are very low now. So it's interesting that originally people were like, oh, but it's gas fees. Mines, um, Den.Social, Torum. And then you find out, okay, when gas fees are low, it still costs a lot of money to withdraw. So, So what is it, you know? I've still left my referral in case you do want to sign up there. Uh, maybe they change something in the future. But if they do improve the platform, then I could definitely recommend it. Uh, a couple non-crypto platforms worth mentioning before we dive into the uh, the actual recommendations. Um, most of these are like distributed or decentralized in some way, shape, or form, but they don't use blockchain or crypto. So you got the Fediverse, Diaspora, PeerTube, Mastodon, which is part of the Fediverse. Um, this is just one platform on there as an example. Uh, Mastodon.social, I'm on there. Uh, Float.app. This isn't necessarily distributed or decentralized like these ones. This is just a good platform that ex allows you to accept like a Patreon tier donation for crypto, which is, you know. It's okay. If they actually introduce a float token and have rewards and all these different things, 100% will recommend it if it's done right. But I fear that they're kind of stagnating and I don't see them doing a lot, but who knows, maybe they will. And then a couple more mentions, BitChute, Gab, Rumble, Getter, Parler. I know people have their flack with these platforms because they're pro-free speech and then they allow things that people don't like or... People are afraid the possibility that people who they don't like will be on a platform because they're not really banning people, etc. The reality is, though, with any of these platforms that are legacy, um, they're just as centralized technically as any other legacy platform. They're just promising not to do those things. Like they promise not to ban you for some arbitrary reason. Technically, they still could do all those things. There's nothing really stopping them. And if there's nothing really stopping them, then it could change at any time. When YouTube started, YouTube wasn't censoring people. When Twitter started, Twitter wasn't censoring people. And if there's nothing in place to prevent that, that likely will be the case in the future. Most platforms don't further decentralize as they go on. They tend to get more centralized. That tends to be the nature of it. Unless they're explicitly going out of their way to start with you know, the basic infrastructure and then decentralize from there. But most of the cases that I see when that tries to happen, just like right here, library, it doesn't happen. It gets worse, not better. Josh Who TV is an okay platform. It's a little clunky. Um, and I don't get a ton of like views there and stuff, but it's good for censorship resistance and content distribution. Uh, it's great for uploading your content and making sure there's no issues. 
there is like a crypto or some sort of thing that you can use to spend and do stuff, but I don't know how legit that is as like an actual cryptocurrency. I still figured I'd list it because it's great for content freedom. Library in slash Odyssey is a very unique one because I've done multiple reviews on this. There's This is probably my most contested platform that I've not been a huge fan of lately. Um, I've earned a good amount on here in the past. You know, there was lots of things that they did great, but it feels like it's getting more and more centralized as time goes on. I mean, they're being sued by the SEC. Uh, they are fully in control of monetization and the reward structure of LBC. And it's funny, I say this and people go, well, then why don't you just fork library and make your own chain and start giving people rewards? It's like, okay, well, I'm reviewing the platform comparing to all these other platforms. I'm not building my own platform in protest. There's all these other platforms that have no issues with monetization uh, and library does. It's as simple as that. Plus, I mean, the reality is they have full governance of the blockchain. It's 100% centralized in almost every aspect aside from content, which isn't necessarily moderated the same, but it kind of is. And I'll explain because people get very upset in the way that I explain this because they're like, well, you mentioned that Library and Odyssey are similar and Library is actually the protocol and Odyssey is one front end and then there's the Library decentralized application. And yes, I understand how the ecosystem works. I've been using this for basically since around when it first began and you had to use like command prompts to claim your rewards. Like I was using this from the beginning. I'm a founding creator. I was given a plaque and all this stuff, but they've just really gotten worse. And they'll say that I'm just mad because the, the rewards have really dried up. Um, that's not necessarily it. It's more so that if you're giving out rewards and people are like, oh, this is a good platform. You can get rewards. You can do this. You can do this. And then you take rewards away. Then it's like, oh, now all of the things that I've said previously are kind of incorrect now. And I'm, people are like misled if they think that they're going to be making much money here because they're not. It's to the point now where it's like, because you have to also spend LBC to do things and post and stuff. Not very much, but you do have to spend. You earn so little now as a new member that you probably won't even have enough to post. So you'll have to spend money. And when you have to spend money before you can really use a platform, people are not going to take that risk and actually spend money to try to use it and post. The main criticism that I've always had of library is that if your content is removed from the main platform, most people are never going to see that content. There are a couple alternative platforms but again, even on some of those platforms, they still require you to pay for them to host your content and they're not going to host certain types of content still. So there's still moderation on those platforms. 99% um, of users are not going to see your content if Odyssey bans it. And while it still exists and you could still find it somehow very like not easily and you have to seed it and go out your way and do all this stuff, which again, the average users are going to have no idea how to seed up a, a video and they're not going to want to download the thing and do all this stuff and use space on their computer. It's so unrealistic to expect this of a normal user because people go, 
well, you can spin up your own server and your own wallet and you can host it and you can do this and you can, it's like, yeah, but this is supposed to be for the normal average person who doesn't know how to do any of that, nor do they want to. So the easiest way to illustrate this is for me to just go to Painty the Pirate, I believe. And uh, all of his stuff has been blocked due to copyright, right? They kind of like removed his original bio and just say we've removed everything due to copyright. So on Odyssey, you cannot see any of his stuff. And if I go on library, the application, you also cannot see any of his stuff. But if you go to one of their uh, other platforms, I think it was like matador.com. No, I don't remember which one it is. I mean, I have it in my previous video, but there was, maybe it was Madiator. Uh, but there was, there was a couple different platforms that do allow you to see other things. And some of them still didn't allow painting the pirate. And there was one that did, but it's like, okay, if I have to go through every single platform and then even the one that did, I click on his video because it, all it did is show me the thumbnails. And then I click on the video and I still couldn't watch it because there was no one seeding it because no one knows about it. So how are they going to seed it? And it's like, yeah, I can see why people would say that it's kind of not that decentralized when if you are removed from the platform, it's highly unlikely anyone's going to see your stuff unless they are going out of their way to do so. So yes, you could spin up your own server. You could do all these different things, all this technical stuff, all this effort. You can do these things, but are people going to? No. And then you might say, oh, well, that's on them. It's like, okay, well, this is a review for the average people like that who do not want to waste all their time to use some random platform and they're not going to hard fork it and fix it and do everything for library. Just use something that already works. Simple, right? Very simple. I sound a little aggravated, but like I had to deal with so many people getting upset about that review and it's like everything I said is accurate. They just get mad about the way I describe it or it's like you didn't explain how library works or they, they try to make it sound like I don't understand the platform. It's like, well, here's all you have to understand. They are completely in control of everything that's going on pretty much aside from content hosting and allowing it to stay hosted. But in terms of viewing the content, the money you earn, the way that the, the platforms are built out and the blockchain itself, it's all controlled by them. That might be fine with you, but for most people, it's not. Bastion. Right, we're at the one hour mark. Bastion is a good platform. It was originally called PocketNet. They use PCoin. You can get rewards in PCoin. You can boost your plat uh, your your posts on the platform. It's fairly decentralized. They've got an app that you can use, similar to the way that Library has an app, and they've got all this stuff to make it like very accessible. The main drawback, I would say, is you don't earn very much on the platform. And they do have a community form of moderation that's like Hive, but it's a little bit more uh, rigid and like strict, I guess I would say. I'm not the biggest fan. It's definitely better than all, all any legacy platform, 
but uh you know there's places where they could make more improvements and i think it's possible that they will so while i'm not earning very much there i do think it has a lot of potential for what the platform offers and i'm hoping in the future that they will improve publish ox i'm always hesitant to recommend this because they have to approve authors so it's very centralized in that aspect for creators the user side of things everything is fine good to go do whatever you want to do um the cool thing about the platform is though that they pay out rewards in various cryptos the crypto agnostic meaning that they don't have their own token they work with other companies and get sponsors who donate tokens like bat ampleforth uh statira now they're just giving away some ethereum but they're giving away crypto to people who are just using the platform and posting and all that good stuff so it's very cool that they're able to do that and um you know minimal advertising and things very very good for what they do it's kind of like a crypto monetized medium it's mainly for blogging uh, and writing articles and i still do recommend it it's just you know i know people who have been denied being an author on the platform um and i don't like the idea of having that and it's not blockchain integrated there's nothing on the blockchain it's just got the crypto monetized rewards so you know it's interesting it's worth taking a look at but it's not quite open enough to get a good recommendation moving into secondary recommendations saray this one is new and it's another like clone of hive basically kind of like blurt here which is also recommended essentially if the platform is a hive clone and it still works well and it has a lot of the same features generally like it's still decentralized uh you know you can withdraw your coins instantly you don't need an email or a phone number or anything to sign up that checks off so many boxes that i pretty much have to include it and i'm earning enough money on saray now that it's definitely worth trying out the main drawback is it's a little bit clunkier than something like hive or blurt but if you're using them you might as well just copy paste everything over to saray as well and you do have to download the wallet on your PC, which is probably the biggest drawback. Um, so you can really only use it on PC with the wallet and stuff, but I've still had a good time using it. If you wanna go through that extra effort, you could check that out as well. Coast.tv, they're fairly centralized as well in terms of posting your content. So every time I go to post, it goes into review. They have to review it and then approve it that aspect very centralized they also require me to use a phone uh to kyc ish you know with just a phone number not like an id or anything but semi kyc um with approvals sounds pretty bad right i mean they also use theta which i've heavily criticized and mentioned earlier but beyond all of that i get a lot of interaction on the platform there's a lot of users i get a good amount of views i have a good amount of followers and you do earn enough money to make it worth your while even if that's you know five bucks a month for me um that's still ahead of a lot of other platforms and uh, i would definitely recommend checking it out regardless because you know you can withdraw with no restrictions so at the end of the day 
as long as you can post content, withdraw without any issues, that's still got to get somewhat of a recommendation if you can earn good money there too. Now, I'd say half of the comments are like legitimate and half of them are spam. So there's that as well to consider. Um, but, you know, it's worth using this platform. It would be great if they actually went like full decentralized. Um, that would make this platform amazing, but I don't expect that to be the case. So I wouldn't hold my breath on it. But if you're already making content, you're posting videos, you might as well just throw them on here as well for some extra side money because there's really no reason not to. Blurt blog is again, very similar to Hive, like Saray, um, or the previous Waku or whale shares, but it's not, you know, a scam like they are. Um, the big difference is that they remove downvotes, but you know, that kind of opens the way for like reward farming and stuff like that. However, they charge a transaction, uh, not just your hive power, but like actually spending some blurt for everything you do to disincentivize spam. So I think that makes sense. However, it is kind of hard to get started on Blurt because you need money to do everything. And um, anyone who had a Steam account got the free Blurt account. So that's great. But if you didn't do that, then you probably have to spend money to get started on Blurt. So which mu it's much less attractive for someone who isn't already on Steam or whatever or Hive. So it really depends. But I mean, if you're familiar with those platforms, it'll be very easy for you to get started because it's basically the same ecosystem and like feature set. But yeah, if you really don't understand Hive and Steam and you don't want to spend money, it's not really somewhere for you to get started. But if you are into all that or you already have a Steam account, then you should definitely check out Blurt. Brave Browser is a browser, not necessarily a social platform, but I have to include it here because it's such a good way for you to earn free crypto. Um, I've been showing you everything on the Brave Browser here. You can automatically turn on uh, ad blocker, which is very useful, and it automatically will serve you ads. And uh, last month I earned you know, 12.5 BAT, which is $3.80 US. You know, it's worth checking out. It's worth using. You can get more ads or less ads. You could just turn off ads entirely, but if you want to earn free BAT, you can do that with ads. The only caveat is you do have to KYC and verify through the Uphold uh, Exchange or Gemini to actually cash out. So if you don't like KYC, then that's probably not for you. But for people who don't mind, it's basically just like free money. Why not? Read.cash and noise.cash, great platforms. Read.cash uh, is like Medium or PublishOX. It's like a blogging platform. And noise.cash is more like a status posting platform like Twitter. The biggest issue I would say with these platforms is, I mean, A, they're not actually blockchain integrated, so there's nothing really touching the blockchain. They just give out uh, Bitcoin cash as a reward. But then they let you even like, you can use SideShift connected to Read.Cash to automatically swap it to something else. Like if you want to withdraw it as Monero or whatever instead, really, really great. You can boost, you could do sponsorships, lots and lots of good stuff. The big issue is that like it was purely funded by donations, mainly just by Mark DeMiesel. So because the team isn't public facing anymore, they don't talk to us, we have no idea what they're doing. It doesn't really seem like they're developing on it. 
We don't know how much money is left from the donations or if they intend to refill that or if it's going to keep going without money. All this stuff is up in the air. We have no idea or insight into it anymore. And literally, it could just close down at any moment without any notice and there would be no one to complain to or hold accountable or anything like that. So it's a great earner. It's one of my top earning platforms great to use love the community just all around fantastic it's just not super reliable or sustainable in terms of like will it be there tomorrow i don't know so dtube is another really really great platform it used to be on steam um and then they created their own platform uh, and they have dtc as their cryptocurrency on there it's a good platform but it's kind of finicky with posting. I run into a lot of issues with posting. Maybe it's just the browser I use or whatever. I end up a lot of times having to just upload my YouTube video directly and import it, which is great that they have that feature. But then the issue is that it just has the YouTube video. It doesn't actually download it and upload it. So if the YouTube video ever got banned, then it would also not show up on DTube. So that's kind of a major flaw on the platform. But assuming you're actually uploading it via IPFS, um, then you're just getting the full decentralization benefit. And one of the best parts about DTube is you can log in to Steam and Blurt and Hive and auto cross post all three of those platforms at once. I don't know of any other blockchain platforms that have easy integrated cross posting to multiple other blockchain uh, crypto social platforms. DTube is one of the only ones that do it and you know, I earn enough on DTube that it's definitely worth my time and I would recommend it. And, you know, it has its own issues, mainly around uploading content and stuff. And, you know, there's not that many witnesses, like people who are running the nodes and stuff. So it's a little bit more centralized in that aspect. But in the grand scheme of things, DTube is very decentralized, very similar ecosystem to Hive. Essentially, most platforms that mimic a lot of the feature set of like hive or steam are some of the more decentralized platforms because you know for example you don't need an email or phone number any identifying information to sign up you can get started right away it's free you can earn money for free crypto for free you can withdraw it instantly without any restrictions or any limitations um i've never seen anyone really get banned or have content deleted all these things very very good community moderation you pretty much can't have your account banned and even in the rare instance that something were to happen to your account you still have all the access to your funds and they just do everything so well it might not be perfect because you know well we'll move on and i'll explain the rest as i explain hive which is the number one recommendation it is hive it is the hard forked version of steam uh, that came about when Steam was having the hostile takeover that I was talking about a little bit earlier from Justin Sun. I understand that is it's kind of complex if you're just coming straight over from like Twitter or Facebook, etc. It's very, very complex. There's a big learning curve. I'll actually link my tutorial on how to use it in here as well so that people have that um, because you really need someone to guide you through as you're first getting started. But the benefits of Hive so greatly outweigh those few like you know it's a little clunky to use it's a little bit more challenging to get started but once you get past all that all the benefits massively outweigh all that 
Um, it's very, it's the most decentralized platform I know of. You're pretty much uncensorable. Moderation is done by the community, so you're never actually banned. They've got many communities within the platform that have their own tokens as well, so you have other ways to earn. Um, I use ActiFit, which tracks my steps, and then I post on Hive uh, and Steam and Blurt, and I earn from that as well. So I monetize my fitness, I monetize my social aspect. I mainly posted to Leo Finance in the past and I earned the Leo tokens, which I could also sell and earn from. Now I mainly post to 3Speak just to get more visibility for my videos. They kind of operate like subreddits and reddits. It's kind of bare bones at first, but when you realize that Hive is just the protocol and there's all these different social platforms built on top of it you realize there's so many options for you like you could just use dbuzz and just post status posts or you could just use activit and do your social uh earnings through walking or exercising you could just use hive as like a reddit platform you could just use three speak as like a video platform there's a million different options out there for you many people would say that each platform is its own individual thing that I should review, but I find that way too confusing and there's a million Hive platforms. So maybe I do a future thing where I just cover Hive platforms and rank them how I like them on Hive, but it's much easier to just say, go to the Hive platform, get started, and find an interface or a platform that works for you. If you like video, 3Speak is a good example. Um, but to individually rank everything is is just way too confusing. So I'm not gonna get into that mess of stuff, but that is uh, my take on Hive. I think it is by far the best platform. And again, you get around all of the issues that people are trying to avoid. If you want to avoid censorship, if you wanna make sure that you have guaranteed monetization, if you never wanna worry about like losing access to your account, all these different things like Hive, has all this covered. If you wanna earn and then you wanna stake and earn an APY on some of your money, you can do that. You have a savings account, you have all these different things. Again, very confusing when you get started off, um, but it gets much easier to use as you progress through the platform. And I guess maybe I should have gone through and shown you guys some of these platforms, but given that this was an hour and 15 minutes, there's really just no time for it. And I know people are gonna complain this was too long anyways, so I'm not gonna bother jumping into these platforms, but you can go through this blog and actually click on all the links and check everything out yourself. If you only have time to do a few, just look at the secondary and the main recommendation, the primary recommendation. That's pretty much everything though. I'll give you a little brief conclusion synopsis because it's been so long since my last one before we end off here. I'll just talk a little bit about uh, some of the stuff that I've been up to and, and some of the changes I've seen. A lot has changed in the past two years on uh, on blockchain social and I've been posting a lot less and I've been earning a lot less. Kind of unfortunate, but you know it is what it is. I made $25,000 in the past two years since my last review. Uh, just from posting on these platforms and you know, this isn't including any sponsorship deals, anything like that. This is just pure using the platform. How much can you earn? There was times where I was earning upwards of $5,000 a month. Lately, it's more like a couple hundred dollars, but I've been posting a lot less and you know, the whole market has come way, way down. So it is what it is. Regardless though, 
I feel that I've proved with years of reports, research, reviews, um, that you can earn a semi-decent side hustle from posting on crypto social, uh, crypto monetized and blockchain social platforms. And I mean, I've got all the proof. Every month I post uh, a report going over my earnings, which you can go back through all the all the years and, and find all those. But um, yeah, you can see as I go along how everything is played out month over month. And you know, it's been quite a journey. But there has been a clear decline. So, you know, take that as it will. But, you know, I'm always looking for all these different platforms because sometimes rewards spike on one platform. And then if you were on that one platform, then you're missing out. But if you just try to be on everything, then you're set. Plus, you know, a lot of people say, well, how are you using all these platforms? How are you doing this? Well, I'm not on there all the time posting and interacting. But for me, the best defense against censorship uh, deplatforming, all this kind of stuff is backing up your content and posting on every single possible place that you could ever possibly host it. Mass distribution is truly the way to defend against censorship because, you know, who knows if I'm just on a few platforms and something happens, uh, maybe I lose my stuff. Maybe who, who knows, right? If you mass distributed, I'm on like you know, I've posted content on like 50, 60 platforms over the past couple of years. There's no way that I'm going to be deplatformed or that every single platform could go through that process and, and ban me or whatever. You know what I mean? So mass distribution is definitely the best way to protect yourself and your content. Um, and again, as I mentioned, while I understand Hive is not necessarily itself an application, all the dApps on it are so so vast to actually recommend and get in there so you know uh, it is what it is uh, i've mentioned a lot of these things like read.cash is anonymous and who knows donations could end at any time blurt and saray are great because they're hive clones and very similar to the way hive works with some couple nuances there but you're able to earn coast.tv is not the greatest because of approvals and centralization but if you're gonna make videos anyways you might as well toss them up there I wouldn't even bother anymore with library or odyssey but you know who knows if they actually start doing ad sharing which i'm kind of almost skeptical of now maybe that will allow you to earn enough money for it to be viable but it really feels like they're headed to just being the next youtube but not the next youtube kind of like an attempt at the next youtube and then flop and fall on their face um yeah that's pretty much it um you know, blockchain and crypto monetized platforms show us that everything we do really does have value. The content we post, even just status posts that we make on Twitter, technically all of that has an intrinsic value. It's just, are they rewarding you for the value that you're providing? And the answer is no. But blockchain platforms and crypto monetized social platforms are allowing you to access and unlock that value that you are giving to your followers and to the platform and to actually get some of that value back. And that's kind of the whole point. So whether you want to start creating content just to see how much you could possibly earn or you do this as a side hustle or whatever, um, I think it's a great way to get started and to earn and to just dip your toes into the crypto world. And maybe you don't have any crypto, but you want to get some without having to like spend money, earn it.
you know, it's the best way to get started. And I've always said social media on crypto platforms and crypto monetization and blockchain is the way to mass adoption because people can dip their toes in and get started and earn some for free rather than having to invest uh, in something that they don't really understand. And every and most people understand social media. So once you get that in the context of blockchain and they're giving you some free money, so you're actually motivated, people will uh, you know come around, I believe. Maybe Hive isn't the best one because it's so complicated. Maybe it won't be the one that will lead the way. But right now, it is the best platform in existence for the many things that I've covered. And it offers you as the user the most, as far as I'm concerned. A consistent theme that I've noted is way more platforms are opting into like Gmail logins, KYC verification, phone verification, for some reason requiring you to use a credit card when it's a crypto platform. Um, you know, only allowing you to log in via mobile so you're at the mercy of app stores. And I've seen another massive trend, which is just everyone trying to cash in on NFTs and creating NFT marketplaces. So a lot of that is red flags for me to just avoid those platforms and not really waste my time, especially when they're all in conjunction. <laughs> you definitely want to not use those platforms. But that's pretty much it for me. Um, I've got all the links in here. I'm going to go back and put chapters on everything and add the links to the blog versions of this. I'm going to try to find the right platforms that can actually host all of this because there's so much. Let me know if this was helpful for you guys. I know this was ridiculously long, probably one of the longest videos I've ever put out. But uh, as I say in the title, comprehensive. So for the people who get upset that they have to skip the first like 30 minutes, it is what it is. You let me know though, am I off on any of this? Am I spot on? Is there any platforms I'm missing? Uh, I'm always interested to hear from you guys what platforms are the best platforms to be checking out. For me, it's more about are they viable for a normal everyday person to use and do you actually earn, are they, I mean, there's so many things really. The, I would say the top three questions that you got to have in mind is, can anyone use this platform and earn? Is there KYC? And uh, can I get my money out? <laughs> so those are probably the easy three to determine whether or not you want to use a platform. But that's pretty much everything for me. So if you actually did watch this video to the very end, congratulations. I very much appreciate that you did. Make sure to let me know though, that when you do comment, comment hashtag number one ham. And that way I know you actually watched the whole video. So if you do have any criticisms or whatever you wanna say to me, I will take your comment much more seriously knowing that you did in fact watch the whole video versus you watched the first couple minutes, skipped all my disclaimers, and then you were upset that I said I didn't like library, you know? So let me know though in the comments below what you think about all this. And uh, thank you so much for watching to the very end. I'm Scott Cunningham, AKA Scottsy Business, signing off. Cheers.